This number just keeps growing. Uh, there's actually a website you can go to, a UN website that estimates the number of people that have fled Ukraine. It's up over 3 million now in just three weeks. More than half of them have arrived in Poland. We heard yesterday from Don Bowser, a Canadian working in Poland, uh, saying that international organizations have not been as present on the ground as you might expect. In fact, he was saying you see very little sign of them at all. Instead, the work of welcoming and trying to orient new arrivals has mainly been left to local organizations. And my next guest represents one of them. Dominika Halewska works for Caritas Poland and has spent days on the Ukrainian border, and she joins me now. Dominika, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you so much. Good, good evening. We've been reading so much about just the sheer number of people crossing over from Ukraine into Poland. I think it's above 1.5 million now. Uh, how 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 much better is the situation at the border or how much more organized has the situation at the border become to be able to handle just this huge influx of people? I would say it is. it changed a lot. It changes every day. And actually, whoever was on the border even one day, it is very visible that if you go there one morning in the evening, you might see totally different situation because people crossing the border, they do not do it um, like uh, in some constant way. So one time there are a lot of refugees coming from Ukraine. Second day, there is there is no one and some certain reception points. However, what I've seen that a lot of solidarity among people who from the first day, even local communities started to cook soups, organize tents to help, organize clothes, places to sleep, opening houses. I think the situation changes because from what we see at the beginning, people were quite people coming from Ukraine, they were quite organized and they knew where they want to come. They usually had some relatives or family, um, both in Poland and in other countries of Europe or even not Europe, but they were they were quite conscious where they go. What we see now is that more and more people are coming without any idea, just running away from the war. So that's changing for sure. And here uh, also the challenges for humanitarian organizations, also for us as Caritas, um, those challenges are changing because at the beginning um, it was more about um, organizing proper transport, safe transport for those people, also organizing a warm place to stay, organizing um, warm meal and, and tea. And we saw, for example, that people were coming from the luggages. They needed, they didn't need any clothes, usually or rarely ever. And we see more and more people coming who need who need more from us, actually. So, so this is really um, still a challenge. And I think that this energy of solidarity and people will stay with us for longer because that is a long process, even in front of us right now. That's very interesting that you mentioned it that way, because I, I guess what you're describing is that in the early days, those who knew that they had a place to go if they left Ukraine left. Now those who have nowhere to go and probably would have rather, under any circumstances, probably would have wanted to stay home, have now started crossing the border with nowhere uh, to go. How do you help them? How, how much more difficult is it to help people who don't know what lies ahead for them? I think for now we we still we still have a lot of places to show them where to go. Um, but anyway, people are talking more and more about some more complex um, more complex answer for this question: how to help. Like uh, there are many countries very willing to help, and also I think that's the role of. Um, 
not only Caritas, we do it among our community, we discuss with international Caritas, how can we provide help from other countries as well. But I think that, that the same situation is um, up to government and to every country that tries to help, like to find a way and solution. How has it been for you personally, Dominica? I mean, I know you work in this in this field, but but being at the border as you have been, what's it been like to to actually be there? What have you witnessed, and what do you remember? What is your what are your memories of of, of who you've dealt with? There were a lot of very hard and dramatic situations. I mean, first of all, people who already already crossed the border. I'm very happy to see that they are finally safe and I feel that they are safe here in Poland mostly. And they finally, after many hours of long, this um, like difficult and uh, exhausting uh, travels, they finally have a warm place to stay in our tents. We call it even tents of hope in Caritas because we felt that this is the tent that really gives them hope that they are finally okay in here. So we gave, we were giving warm meals, uh, sandwiches, tea, and I saw how those simple things are really important in a life. And these are things that we usually have every day. And it is so obvious, but for those people, it was not obvious. And they were very much appreciating our help and what was done in there. Uh, I saw a lot of very strong women and children who were um, who were coming and they were really, really strong and really having hope that the better, that let's say that the better tomorrow will come, that their country will be finally free and they will come back. So this is what I've heard and what I've seen, but also some very strong examples of people that were very lost, some elderly people, people with special needs or very small children, like newborn children that um, that were, for example, sitting many, many hours in trains or uh, or elderly people that were waiting in queues for, for hours, freezing actually to get to Poland. And yeah, hopefully they are they, they are here and they are safe. And I feel that the that this is this is really good for them. But anyway, uh, despite the solidarity, which is harm heartwarming, I felt also that uh, that this is just not fair. What's happening in there? Yeah, I mean, you no must, yeah. go ahead. It will happen. Yeah, I just feel that no one thought it will happen. And everyone says so that it's not that. It's 21st century. We even didn't think that it will become that the world will become so close to us. And I think that is why we all feel so motivated to help. And this is really heartwarming. And I hope that this energy will last for longer because we say that, uh, yeah, it's not a quick run. It's like a marathon. So we marathon. So we need to be ready to help for, for really for longer, for many weeks, which will come for now. Dominica, I was reading an article, I think, in a newspaper late last week about just the sheer number of, of orphans that your organization has, has tried to help and just how difficult it is. Can you explain a bit to, to our listeners uh, just what the, how, many, how many kids there are and how, how many, what kind of challenge that is to you? We as Caritas decided to help um, and we declared 2,000 places for orphan children from Ukraine. And the first hundred, let's say, I think around 900 for now, but this number changes every day, were already evacuated to Caritas local places. And what we've seen that, uh, first of all, the evacuation of children took place in a very demanding conditions. The war situation means that nothing can be planned 
for before uh, beforehand and uh, people in Ukraine are coordinators who organized this evacuation were evacuating and operating in life-threatening conditions so we've heard hard stories about how dangerous was that that for them but also um we are happy to see that the, the those children arrived to Poland they arrived via train and they are um, our local coordinators from Caritas. They pick them up from the train, take care of them and bring them to the safe place in Poland. Also giving uh, a place to stay and the, the, the whole, the whole, let's say, uh, yeah, care, the whole care about them, whatever is needed. Medica Haleska, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.